Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. There's a heart-wrenching story of uh, a Canadian woman who was uh, in China teaching English, and she adopted two dogs there. And on the flight back, she wanted to bring them back to Canada when she returned. And on the flight back uh, to Vancouver, something terrible happened to um, one of the dogs. And there's been, as far as I understand, nothing yet from the Chinese airline as far as what happened. And uh, let's talk to um, the, the, the owner of the dogs, Monique Collette, and her lawyer, Rebecca Breeder, uh, who practices animal law in British Columbia. Ms. Breeder's been on this program before. Hi, Rebecca. How are you? Hi. Well, how are you? I, I'm great, but as somebody who's had a dog or had dogs all my life, and uh, they've been a, an integral part uh, of my life, this is such a horribly disturbing uh, uh, story. Ms. Collect, how, how are you doing? Hi, Roy. I'm doing good. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I'm glad to be talking to you. But it, I, I, when, when did this happen? When, when, did, when did, uh, did Maverick uh, get put on that plane? That was your that was your golden retriever. Yes, um, this happened last year, uh, July twenty sixth. Okay, so you're in China, you're teaching English. How do you get the dogs? Um, a coworker of mine had had a litter of puppies, and she showed me a picture of all of them, and I was sold. So cute. <laughs> And so you, you had both of them, and uh, they they were good buddies, I understand. Yes. Well, being in China, I had no family, and friends were hard to find down there. And I had my dog. We were a pack. Yeah, that that happens, doesn't it? Um, I, I had two little dogs uh, after after my wife died. They were really her dogs, but then the the three of us became a pack. And I always consider. I always thought they thought of me as the big dog. <laughs> so, and so you probably yeah. are to them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I lost them both because, as I've talked about on the air, not for a long time, but they died within three weeks of each other, which was pretty rough. But mm-hmm. here we are, and and you put the you put the, the Maverick and um, and and your other dog. What's the other dog's name? I'm sorry, Chocolate, right? Chocolate. Okay, yes. so you put Maverick and Chocolate into transit to to go to Vancouver, and you expect. Everything's going to go well. And at the beginning, mm-hmm. you had a sense that it was going well. Sorry? At the beginning, you felt things were going well. At the beginning, everything was going very smooth. Um, they had already taken a, a plane ride that was six hours from Shenyang to Guangzhou. And in Guangzhou, I received multiple videos and pictures showing me that they were healthy and happy and um, the day of the flight, I received a picture of both of them side by side in their crates. And I received a message saying they got on the flight and I was super excited. And my mom was going to pick them up at the airport. And I was very excited. Yeah, Rebecca, why don't you pick up the story now, please? Yeah, so they were in two separate crates, just to be clear. And the pictures that Monique got showed that that Coco and Maverick were in each of their crates. Everything looked fine. 
they were going to be shipped together in the same part of the plane. I just ever saying what happened after. Well, first of all, we don't know exactly what happened. And that's part of the problem is that China Southern Airlines is being so secretive uh, and tight-lipped about everything that, that happened. But what we do know is at some point, it, it looks like the dogs were separated from one another. The crates were separated. Coco went in, t- in one part of the plane of the cargo and Maverick went into another. And what we suspect happened is that people who were loading Maverick onto another part of the cargo, part of the plane, didn't tell the pilot that they were doing that. They didn't tell the pilot of the plane that there was a live animal in that part of the cargo. So we suspect that the pilot didn't know, and therefore the proper temperature, air pressure, and oxygen levels weren't weren't adjusted to accommodate a live animal as opposed to just inanimate cargo. And they get, uh, so the dogs get to Vancouver. Monique's mom is all excited to pick them up. She had no idea what was going on. She got there at like 10 in the morning or so, at, uh, one of the warehouses that were going to be accepting both Maverick and Coco. Uh, she's waiting for several hours, no news, no one's telling her anything. She's trying to follow up. And then finally, a manager of China Southern Airlines comes and tells her, one of your dogs is dead. So you can only imagine the shock that Doris, Monique's mom, felt in that moment. They brought the crates over. They, so they brought both dogs over. Coco was alive um, and Maverick was dead. And he was still in his crate. I'm going to try and spare you the details, but I think it's important for people to know that it was not anything that anyone would want to witness. There was blood in the crate, all over the front of the the opening of the crate. The bars of the crates were splayed. It, it was very obvious that Maverick suffered a very traumatic and violent death. It looked like he was trying to get out and unfortunately wasn't able to. And, and so that's the state that Doris, Monique's mom, found Maverick mm. in his crate. And again, we still don't have any answers. They, Monique and her mom have been asking. Um, no answers have been given. And to make matters worse, uh, they didn't follow the advice of the Canadian Border um, Agency, which is that they should have taken Maverick's body for necropsy, which originally China Southern Airlines agreed to do. And then for whatever reason, they changed their mind. And so Doris, Monique's mom, had to uh, frantically and quickly organize that and get another friend to transport Maverick's body to get a necropsy done. And China Southern Airlines had the audacity to say that if they didn't do that, if they didn't pick up Maverick, even though China Southern Airlines said they were going to take care of it, they were going to consider him as abandoned cargo. Oh, my goodness. Like, that just, it's sickening. It's absolutely sickening that there wasn't a sincere apology and no answers yet. So, uh, so what are the legal options here, Rebecca? What what to, what can you do? 
We, we are considering our legal options, I can tell you. Uh, right now, we sent a, what's called a demand letter to China Southern Airlines, basically d- demanding answers and demanding up to 35000 in damages. And now, quite frankly, this is not about money, right? No amount of money can bring Maverick back. No, no. And ultimately, what... Uh, <laughs> But let me just back up for a moment. But the law, unfortunately, or fortunately, I guess in some cases, but the way the law recognizes a win in civil actions is by awarding money. That's the way the law deals with mm-hmm. with uh, when you're successful in cases. So that's why there has to be a demand for uh, for money when there's okay. a, a potential civil action. Well, I wish you uh, I wish you great success in pursuing and, and obtaining the information. That you uh, require. It's a terrible, terrible story, but it's it's a reminder to people. If you're if you're transporting an animal, um, you know it's you do everything you can. Um, Monique did everything she could, and and uh, and trusted that the professionals supposedly at the other end would do the same thing, and and that didn't happen. I'm so sorry for you, Monique. I, I really am. I'm sure our listeners are. How's the little guy doing? Thank you. Chocolate is very happy. She loves Canada. Yeah, she's good. She's well, okay. she's happy now, right? But she had mm. a hard time at the beginning sure. when Maverick wasn't there. I'm sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah. when, when my first first of my guys died, he died of old age, really. Uh, the other one, the, in the days that he still lived, in the three weeks, he would uh, get one of his treats and hop into the, uh, the bed of his buddy and, and drop the treat and start barking. It's like, <laughs> do you want to come and get this? Because I'm going to save it for you if you want. So... They do. They are. They are tight, and they're tight with us too. If you want to hear more, subscribe to the Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.